Good evening, my fellow citizens. This is another great day of June, where we are ex- reflecting on the feats and accomplishments this airmanship has achieved and look forward to expanding. This week, we'll reflect on the governance of oceans and the marine environment that has been influencing the development of the water in which we drink, take boats for traveling across oceanic coasts, and swim across the waves here on Earth. I look back at the days of my early life where I have taken multitudes of flies across various oceans of our globes and seen the beautiness of it. And I still see the beautiful lakes and wetlands even when I fly across the skies of Georgia and the border between the state and Tennessee. I thank God every single day for giving us a chance to witness the hard work many coasters and marines, naval officers, and sea merchant volunteer leaders put behind the scenes to keep them clean, safe and clean. It is inadvisable that we should continue to provide regulations against corporations building their offices and businesses near marine natural habitats for protection and safeguard from marine pollution. Such consequences can be further damaging and catastrophic if we do not support the environmentalist cause of marine protection on a regular basis. To make this briefing a worthwhile one, I will only be providing suggestions on the solution of of our water issues rather than suggest a long policy for less less emotional stitches on its nature of complications and bureaucracy. The decision-making is in our hands, so let us brief on the matters relating to the current status of our oceans and how we should approach our responses to the issues, if applicable. Fishing is the biggest activity we get of our lakes and oceans, as we need it for food and preserving the glory of food security for America and the globe. From 2009 till 2018, over 200 million metric tons of fish supplies were caught and shipped to global markets and for consumers to eat and perform acts of keeping them in reserves as well as even keeping them in fish tanks. Boating is also another one of the biggest purposes for our lakes and oceans, as thousands of Americans and others operate boats across these oceans for summer and other busy vacations to keep themselves occupied with the natural beauty. However, both of these activities come with the cost of harshness and consequences from such acts. For example, overfishing has led to underpopulation of vital organisms that keep our marine ecosystem flowing with flourishing colors, which can lead to the following effects. Depletion of natural resources vital for survival, reduction of biological growth rates, and even extension of the fish some communities value and keep it as a national symbol like the Galgeon of South Africa. 200 million metric tons of fish supplies from 2009-2018, as we recently stated here, is the example of overfishing we overlooked among many global fishing, among many global fishing businesses. As a result, overfishing can also cause a loss of the natural beauty and biodiversity provided through the splendid looks of our oceans, as well as low quality of great seafood available for consumers, like the controversy surfacing around tuna sandwiches served at subway restaurants across America and other participating countries. Large number of boaters are also involved with the act of overfishing and many get away with it, despite regulations surfacing such consequences for it at state and federal agencies. Here's more. According to the September 2015 report from the Worldwide Fund for Nature and the Zoological Society of London on the status of our marine organisms in the oceans, they have discovered that worldwide stocks of tuna, Spanish mackerel, and sardines have drastically dropped at record highs between 74% and 80% 80 over the course of four decades from 1970 to 2010, and an average marine mammals, including penguins, also fell by 50%, with life expectancy of just 40% at the same time frame. On top of that, tuna and other fishes from the Pacific Coast are being sold for high inflated prices to exporters such as the United States, United Kingdom, and Japan for economic advantages and profits worth $300 million since January 2019. Suction jellyfishes, along with the cod, 
Jellyfish, along with the cod from the Atlantic region's populations, are also facing disastrous effect, impact as their abundance in the global oceans are down another 70% since the 1970s, and, je- and that's just the beginning of overfishing in modern times. Three-thirds of the world's marine space species are now in threat of transitioning into permanent extinction if all else fails, and scientists predict that the crisis will get far worse with ongoing climate change if we do not take action. Although we have successfully done our part in preserving our natural wetlands from such depletion along with New Zealand, Iceland, and Antarctica, we cannot be complicit with what we have done because it is not enough. To get this under control, we need to continue to provide the public and those that are interested in exercising the brooding privileges to take educational programs on marine awareness of these issues being, being el- before being eligible to vote. Failure to comply should involve them getting penalized, such as fines and ratification of the privileges, and there should be no second doubt about this measure. If people want to boat on the lakes and the oceans, they need to be aware of what to do to prevent such issues. Thus, they will be doing their part to preserve the beautiful marine organisms as expected while enjoying their own time with beauty. Second, avoid connecting with wildlife during boating to make things easier, to make things better. I mean, and improve working with local governmental organizations and customs to develop a framework on effective practices for sustainable marine development. Similar with food that come from domestic animals on land food, such as cows and goats for milk and protein, initiatives should be introduced to regulate whether if animals that are caught on sea and oceans come from legitimate sources without harming the algae and the aquaculture before they are sold to consumers in fresh food markets. Less bureaucracy should do the trick for effective decision making, which I believe will make, will make local governments easier to enforce these solutions when given the opportunity to do so. I look forward to speaking more about environmental issues happening around us for the rest of June each week. And these topics can help me formulate a comprehensive project of preserving natural resources through my initiative in the upcoming months by early next year. Space exploration should not be a refuge for human settlement. If our citizens cannot fulfill the duties of preserving the natural, natural marine habitats, you have the choice to volunteer with the Coast Guard and other marine organizations through their programs to meet this challenge. Nature is the necessity of survival. So let us not wait to witness the consequences that can not only be costly, but much difficult to recover from. Our decision determines whether we get to see another day of clean water and fresh seafood supplies in our refrigerators. Our decision determines whether we get to see another day, a great day of boating around live wildlife in the marine ecosystem. Our future relies on that decision. Thanks for listening.